So let's move into Clinton. Um, so perhaps the most important thing to start with is Clinton's relationship with the military. Because if I recall correctly, almost immediately after he gets in, he gets in a fight with Colin Powell and Sam Nunn about don't ask, don't tell. And then from what uh, my, my understanding is then he's like, okay, I don't want to fuck with the military anymore. They could kind of do whatever they want. So could we talk a little bit about Clinton in the military and, and what he does when he is in office? Sam Nunn, by the way, another fantastic. fantastic <laughs> his picture's hanging friends. next to Dukakis. <laughs> next to Dukakis. And, and, and all these great names pod. coming up. I mean, all the hits. <laughs> all these friends of the pod. Um, yeah, I would say Clinton accepts. Clinton actually does believe that the peace dividend is here. He he he, you know, knows that that there's a sea change in American foreign policy, and he thinks that we can do. I mean, part of the reason why Clinton pursues the healthcare plan that he does is because he believes he can in the in the post Cold War moment. I mean, he did like we can focus on on new on new issues on or reviving dead policies like national health insurance, which died in, in the Truman administration. Part of that is is due to foreign policy. But in terms of the military, I mean, he, he's what what happens. I think for Clinton is that he he you're right. He does have an antagonistic relationship with the military. He doesn't really. The military also hates him. Like he hates him uh, with a passion. Yeah. I interviewed. He Lawrence was a pot smoking draft dodger. I mean, this was right. the big thing that, thing that you know they badgered him with uh, during the campaign yeah I, I remember i interviewed lawrence wilkerson must have been about 15 years ago now and he's like we hated him like yep. we thought they were all like arrogant little shits i think was the phrase he used or something like that so <laughs> it's incredibly antagonistic from the beginning yes. and i think that really scared clinton i yes. think he was he was he wasn't expecting that quite uh and then he's just like oh shit what do i do yes and and he and he realizes ultimately that he, I don't think Clinton was ever invested in, in something called defense conversion, or he was never invested in 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 the ways like the, certainly not the left would think about defense conversion, but he was never really interested in taking on the military, right? Because you 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 could you already had this antagonistic relationship with the military. They don't they don't like you. They see you as a draft dodger, much of the American right sees you as a draft dodger and like a you know harbinger of horrible things to come. Like he could have just embraced that and said, I, I, you know, here I won the selection, but he's in his first term and he, he feels like he has to, you know, go along to get along. And, and this is Clinton's kind of nature in general is that he's, he's a third wayer, right? Uh, and like Les Aspen um, is, is never really invested in in defense conversion or doesn't really care about it. And so the, the initial Aspen's the secretary of defense. Sorry. Yes. Secretary of defense. Sorry. Uh, never really cares about it. And uh, Clinton just kind of acquiesces to, to Aspen and, and to where he want what his policies, of the military, you get, do get this like base realignment and closure procedure where you start to see bases being closed uh, in California, military bases being closed and retooled like essentially made into shopping malls and places like, like it's, it's for, you know, uns, it's like, uns, like skilled labor going to unskilled labor and being that being celebrated, which is it's happening in Philadelphia too, like military bases being closed down and turned into accommodating the service industry, like, like shopping malls, et cetera. But, but you get by 93, what I would argue is by 93, like Clinton, whatever Clinton's ideas he had about cutting the military, just, which aren't very, formidable they go away with the 93 world trade center bombing with 
uh, the small, with what happens in Somalia and Black Hawk Down, the rise of terrorism, international terrorism as a national security threat, much more so than it was in the 70s and 80s. And then it's like, aha, we have a purpose for America's military. I'm like, like they're, they're the NSC, Richard Clark, and then NSC, like, like all these different sort of actors kind of get mobilized and invigorated um, by, by this. And then Clinton just doesn't, doesn't really care to do, to do anything more than what he's done. And then the kind of blob is off and running, so to speak. But that's another story. But if you want to get into it, yeah. yeah, let's let's get into like what happens in the Clinton administration in terms of the domestic political economy of the military industrial complex. If you're looking at it, you know, as a whole, and how does that shape what comes after?